The Fresh Brewed Coffee Podcast is brought to you by VX Media. Our focus is on life and the many paths it takes us down as individuals and how we collectively meet as a society. On this series, I'll be both starting and having conversations about life. Sometimes I'll be having them with the guests to discuss the extraordinary things that come with it, and I hope that these conversations sit with you and impact you in some way. With that being said, it's brewing time. Recording this from the basketball courts at my friend Manny's apartment, who let me move in after getting the email that I received an internship at Arcade Coffee Roaster. I didn't know where I was going to sleep, and he just really came through for me last minute. I'm excited to even be sitting at this basketball court because yesterday I had to leave the internship early because I started getting symptoms of another stroke. It took me a few hours to even be able to take a few steps. But today, I walked outside and I walked to the basketball courts. So if you guys hear the cars and you hear all this stuff in the background, that's because we're outside. It's because we're outside. Woo! Feeling grateful. You ever wake up feeling that? You ever wake up just feeling grateful for everything? Hell, I even had a bad dream last night. Still woke up feeling grateful. Grateful for the fact that I got to wake up. Everything always seems so bad. You know, it's easy to get wrapped up in the feelings you don't like. It's easy to get wrapped up in the hardships of life. It's hard to see the bright side. But that's what we're doing today. We're seeing the bright side of things. And by bright-sided things, I don't mean ignoring the terrible shit that happens. That's crazy. You have to acknowledge the bad things that happen. You know, it's okay to feel down. It's okay to admit you're going through a hard time. It's okay to wake up and just sit there and look around and just ask yourself, what the fuck? The fuck am I doing here? What's the point of all this? You know, life is a very complicated thing. So it would be foolish of me to act as if I know the answers to everything. I don't. And you know, I guess that used to that used to worry me. I used to worry about not knowing what I'm doing, not knowing what's my purpose. But by me acknowledging that I didn't know my purpose, it allowed me to gain a better perspective of the word purpose. So let's talk about purpose. You know, I was very hesitant on recording this episode outside. You know, I have friends who do audio engineering, and they're always telling me, you know, you got to worry about the audio. You got to worry about the background noise. You know, they always try to get me to strive for perfection. But that's not what this podcast is about. That's not what I'm about as a human. I'm not perfect. I don't have a fancy studio where there's no background noise and everything's crystal clear. All the stuff you hear in the background, this is my everyday life. This is why I hear every day. So why am I going to sit here and pretend to you guys? You know, why am, 
Why am I going to sit here and try to strive for the perfect audio? I'm not doing this for perfection. I'm doing this because I'm not perfect. My life's not perfect. Every day's not perfect. And I'm pretty sure your life isn't either. Matter of fact, if you're driving right now, I want you to roll down the window. It's crazy, right? It feels like I'm in there with you. You're feeling the same wind. It's a nice day outside. If you're listening to this in the comfort of your home, walk outside, open the window. Hey neighbor, it's crazy, right? That's what this is about, us feeling connected. So let's do that, let's connect for a little bit. Let's start today off with a quote from C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis wrote, hardships often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary destiny. I don't know about you, but that quote resonates with me heavy. You know, it all goes back down to purpose, trying to figure out the purpose of things, the reason why we go through the things that we go through. And, you know, as a kid, I was always told, don't ask why. If I was told to do something, I asked why, I got in trouble for it. Now, as I'm older, I'm always questioning why, always trying to figure out the answer to why. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? You know, why did I get raped as a child? Why did I get raped throughout my entire childhood? Why did I get kicked out at 17? Why did I have to be homeless at such a young age? Why do I live in a world that hates me for my skin color? Why do I live in a world that judges me based on my sexuality? Why did I have to have a stroke despite me being healthy? You see, the list of whys can go on. And there was a time where I used to stress out over it. There was a time where I used to just be depressed because I didn't have the answer. But maybe the answer is this. Maybe I went through all the things I went through so I could have these conversations with you. Do you know how many people go through the same things but they're too scared to talk about it because they feel like no one understands? Well, guess what? I do. And I said, maybe that was the purpose of me going through everything. But you know, there's another side of the question why. There's people who ask you why as a way to demotivate you. You know, when I left Walmart to pursue modeling, everybody laughed at me and they asked me why. Why are you doing that? Your chances are one in a million. There's no way you're going to be able to do it. I did anyway. Three months later, I had a modeling contract. When I told my friends that I was going to start focusing more on my writing, that I was going to write books, as I say, you know, they'll laugh. And they'll ask me, why? Why are you going to do that? The chances are one in a million. Do you know many people want to write? Why, why are you going to do that? Why are you wasting your time? Well, guess what? When I was homeless and sleeping in that car with my knees to my chest, I was also writing. And then months later, I published a book. And then a month later, I had a book signing here in Moreno Valley. And I'm not saying this as a way, you know, to brag or anything. I'm bringing this up as an example. I was doing the things that made me happy and doing the things that I wanted to do. And everyone kept asking me, why? Why are you doing it? And they were using it as a way to demotivate me. And, you know, that was their way of trying to make me feel the way they feel. That was them trying to make me feel like I couldn't succeed. That was them trying to make me feel as if me pursuing the things that made me happy was pointless as if there was no point to being happy and you know eventually I had to respond I had to respond to their question 
So, you know, I'll look at them. You know, I wasn't mad. I wasn't angry. I used to tell them, the reason why I'm doing this is because I know there's more to life than this. There's more to life than working a nine to five, working a job that you absolutely hate, trying to chase this American dream, you know, trying to fulfill basically these lies we were told to as kids. When I was young, I was told by the time I was 25, I had to be married, have a house, a career, have a car, have all these material things. But you know what I wasn't told? I wasn't told to be happy. And then when I was 25, I was miserable. And everyone around me was miserable. Nobody was doing what they wanted to do. Nobody was smiling. Everybody was, you know, doing what they thought they had to do. That was always the response. You know, I'm just doing what I have to do. But you don't have to. You don't have to subscribe to a lifestyle that you don't believe in. You don't have to do things that make you miserable because that's what's considered responsible. You have a responsibility to yourself. You have a responsibility to your happiness. You have a responsibility to live the life that you want to live. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie Her, but the character Amy in there, played by Amy Adams, she said, we're only here for a brief moment. And while I'm here, I want to allow myself joy. And that stuck with me. You know, joy is way more important. Joy is what keeps you alive. Working that job, that job's not gonna keep you alive, especially if you hate it. Stress, that's not gonna keep you alive, but joy will. And that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to experience joy. So the real question is not why. The question is why the fuck not? I didn't go through everything that I went through to do something that doesn't make me happy. I didn't have a stroke, almost lose my life, survive the stroke, teach myself how to walk again, just to sit at a job I don't like. You mean to tell me that there's people who believe that the reason I survived a almost life-ending thing was to continue to not live life happily? A few years ago, I was drinking every night, smoking all the time, trying to numb myself, trying to escape the pain. And when I realized that those substance wasn't working, I said, fuck it, and just tried to kill myself. Luckily, it didn't work, and I'm alive. It's crazy when I think about it. It's crazy to think that there was a point when I tried to end my life, and if that would have happened, I wouldn't be here doing this. I wouldn't experience any things I'm experiencing. And one of those things is gratitude. You know, gratitude is something that I learned 100% after the stroke. You know, I spent my entire life walking. So to suddenly not be able to walk, I had the will. I wanted to walk, but physically not being able to walk, that hurt. That was life-changing. That was 
definitely one of the hardest times of my life. But that taught me something. That taught me how to keep pushing. It taught me how to keep going. Speaking of keep going, shout out to Mike Posner who just finished his walk across America. Hey! That is amazing. He went through some hard shit and decided to walk across America. And you know, recently that's something that I decided that I want to work myself up to eventually. You know, right now, it's about getting my walking back to 100%. And then when I do that, I'm gonna take that walk across America. I don't know when that's gonna be. That may be next year, maybe the year after that. It might be after I drop this podcast. Well, nah, because my walking is 100%. But maybe that walk will actually get my walking back to 100%. Now I'm contemplating. Now, one life-changing thing at a time. Anyways, let's get to you. What motivates you? What do you want to do with your life? If you're not doing what you want to do with your life right now, why not? Are you happy with the person you are? Are you happy with your life you're living? If not, why not? What could you do about it? Nah, fuck that. Not what could you do. What are you going to do about it? Because that's what matters. What you do matters. You know, society for the majority of our lives made us feel like doing the things that make us happy is so difficult. Matter of fact, it's only when you talk about the things that you want to do in life. If it's not conventional, all of a sudden they want to lay out every step, every you know step of the process to make it sound more hard, to make it sound like it's not possible. But it is possible. One common thing I heard during my journey to me is time. Everyone who tried to stop me from doing what I wanted to do or try to demotivate me, they always use time as a way to do so. They'll tell me, oh, this could take forever. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take years, yada, yada, yada. But I always just rejected that energy because if you think about it, people would tell you to go to college, get your degree, and then, you know, get a job in your career field. College is not overnight. College takes years. I've had friends who started college when I left Walmart to pursue happiness, and they're still in college. It's been about six years. Nope, I take that back. My bad, that's my brain messing up. About four to five years. About five-year journey so far. And they're still in school and working part-time at a job that they hate. Five years later, here's me. I want to do a podcast. I'm doing a podcast. I have three or four published books. I have my next book already written. My photography is doing great. But fuck all that. I'm happy. And they're not. But this is not to dig at them. This is me just making a point. 
that time only seems to play a factor when it comes to doing the unconventional things like pursuing happiness when you want to go and do the things that make you happy people want to bring up time and talk about how hard it is but when it comes to the things that they consider to be realistic and responsible like going to school etc they don't mention that there's people who get college degrees and they cannot do anything with them just because you get a college degree doesn't mean you automatically get a career but they don't mention that however if you say you want to pursue your art then all of a sudden they want to bring up how there's a chance of failing they want to bring up how not everybody makes it but they don't bring it up when it comes to college so this is me urging you if there's something that you want to do if there's something that you truly want to do with your life and you're not doing it now because people tell you that you can't do it or you just feel like you can't you don't think you can succeed cut that out you can do it and I'm urging you to do it hell Tyler the creator used to work at Starbucks Kanye West used to work for retail you know you do you get what I'm saying there are people who were doing the nine-to-five just because they felt like they had to do that and then they just started believing in themselves and they started pushing themselves and now they're living the life that they always wanted or I assume it's the life they always wanted I hope they're happy I hope they're okay my point is that the life you want is possible the life you want is yours it's waiting for you life is waiting for you and that is the bro today see you next time